the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Hello, hello. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. The bulls keep hanging around. What's a bull? That's a bull. Somewhere in the past, we decided we need to figure out what to call the stock markets. Bears and bulls. Bears were short for bearskin jobbers, and the term stuck for describing a downturn in the market. Conversely, because bears and bulls were widely considered to be opposite due to once popular blood sport of bull and bear fighting, the bull stands for the opposite of bears. That's one way of looking at it. So when you hear bullish market, that means a market that's moving higher. You hear bearish market, it means a market moving lower. A market could be a bear market in tech stocks. It could be a bear market in the stock market. It could be a bear market in oil. The origins are pretty unclear. I just gave you the unfair, quick answer, bearskin jobbers. They were the middlemen in the sales of bearskins. They would sell the skins that they had and yet to receive. Uh, they would speculate on the future purchase price of these skins from the trappers, hoping that some of them would drop. Trappers would profit from a spread, the difference between the cost and price and selling, cost of buying and selling. So that's kind of where the market started to work from. I know you're saying it goes all the way back to the skinning of bears. Some people say it's, there's a different answer that back in London, in the old days, this man had a snort that was incredibly bearish. I'm like, oh, no. Um, so the terms bear and bull, which you'll hear often, are thought to drive... Um, also the way the animals attack their opponents, um, a bull thrusts its horns up into the air while a bear swipes his claw down. Metaphorically, you can tie that to the movement in a stock market, an up market, bullish, a down market, bearish. Do you believe any of this? I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there for you. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. It. And now, you know. Next time on The Rob Black Show, bullying is bad. And now, you know. On the very next special episode of ALF, ALF is going to learn that some boys have no teeth. What? <laughs> but now, you know. ALF. No more! No more! Stop it! I'll play in that forever. I grew up um, on afternoon school specials. Joe has a problem drinking. 
and she's losing all her friends. Drinking is bad. And now you know. <laughs> Thank you. Do you remember those, do you remember those uh, awful afternoon school specials? Where they were just typically Corey Haim or Corey Feldman were involved in them. And like, hey, your dad's gone for the weekend. Let's open some beers. Dude, you're too young to drink. Next thing you wake up, he's passed out, blacked out. So Bitcoin's in the news today. Huge. There's some stock news. There's some politics. There's some economics. Stock prices are pressing higher, driven in part by the notion that there's little to fear. Minus politics, news, economics, and Bitcoin. The Fed continues to gradually increase interest rates, and we're good with that. The GOP continues to make progress on tax reform efforts. North Korea and the United States continue to pursue a policy of all talk and no military action yet. My coffee's getting cold. Ah, there's nothing worse than cold coffee. He forgot his latte. The prolonged state of low volatility in the stock market has elicited some concerns from analysts. So you hear that on CNBC on a regular basis or Bloomberg. And it's like, well, Chuck, I'm a little concerned that, you know, we're in our ninth year of a bull market. That's when a bull thrusts his horns up, you know. And, uh, well, people who are nine years old have been investing since they're babies. They've never seen a down market. And at some point in time, baby needs a down market. You don't want a black baby in a corner. I've never seen a down market. Thank you. Now you know. Uh, Dirty Dancing. Let's just call it Dirty Stupid Movie. One of the worst films of all time, but it had a good soundtrack. But the acting was pretty awful. And that one featured a teenage pregnancy. And remember, kids, teenage pregnancy is bad. And now you know. Come on, where's my sounder? Thank you. So there's a spotlight right now on world banks. The Fed, the ECB, the Bank of England, all are going to be conducting policy meetings. So when do they raise interest rates and kind of like say, economy's getting good. Uh, we don't need to help. We don't need to make it easier. Let the economy do the work. Let's raise interest rates before inflation shows its ugly head. The Fed's expected to Wednesday to raise the target range for the Fed funds rate, the ECB and the Bank of England. They're going to meet Thursday. They're anticipated to leave their key policy rates unchanged. Yet there's a burgeoning view right now that communication about the economic outlook is going to be more upbeat. There's a gradual shift away from the ultra-dovish policies and maybe even some sudden shifts if economic activity really cranks up. That's a pervasive theme about 2018 where we're looking forward to. Market looks forward. Market is a discounting mechanism. The amount of life lessons I've taught you in this segment... I hope you appreciate it. Market participants have looked past the news report that a suspect is in custody in the New York City um, after a bomb went off this morning, a pipe bomb, hurting three people. We live in that world. There's resilience right now, like pipe bombing can bring this market down. We got the end of the year coming up, and we party at the end of the year. Stronger than expected loan growth. So let's take a quick at the market real quick. New York City Mayor Blast was attempted terrorist attack. Apparently ISIS. Um, let's see what we got. Let's see what we got. Markets are higher. That's good. There's a talk about Bitcoin being a bit of a bubble. So in the last month, the last week, it's gone from 11,000 to 17,000. 
I hope some of my friends own it. I don't, but I hope some of my friends do. Let's see if there's anything else that I have to hit. Um, wildfire fires in Montecito. Oprah's house could go down in flames. That's crazy. Oprah Winfrey. Disneyland just opened a ride for her called Oprah Mountain. And um, it's a pretty small world when you look at the world of fires. The Thomas Fire is bigger than New York City. Back up your important files. Have an emergency plan in place. And know that sometimes they're going to knock on your door at 12 and say, you need to get out of here by 12.05. I've seen parts burn. I've seen parts of the world flood that weren't supposed to have floods. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. And don't forget the weeknight replay at 7. What is an NFL network worth billions and billions and billions of dollars to do? Viewership fell 18% last year. With lower ratings in all six game time windows, week over week, year over year. The slip in November put the NFL season to date audience decline at roughly 7%. There was a snow game yesterday. Did you see that? Crazy! Fun! They should play all their games in elements. Like, what? Two inches of water. Fire on the field. Snow! That's terrible. So, right. That's terrible. So the NFL's in a, in a bind because they're worth billions and billions of dollars because they get millions and millions of eyeballs. Whoa. So the NFL announced today that you can now watch games. I think it's next year. NFL games are going to become available on more mobile devices. Verizon made a multi-year partnership that will let fans on any mobile carrier stream NFL games on their smartphones. Until that announcement, only Verizon customers could watch games. I do admit, I do admit, um, I see people consuming a lot of media on their phones and on their tablets, um, a lot. Customers with other carriers, as of January, can use Verizon's Oath Media Properties, which is, I hate the name, Google's Alphabet, hate it, and Verizon changed Yahoo to Oath, so Yahoo Sports, Yahoo, or AOL can watch the games live. Yeah. I assume that anyone... I assume that anyone that's using AOL is pretty close to dead. You've got mail. Verizon's also going to work with the league to um, increase smart stadium technology. But what's an NFL to do when ratings on a week 10 basis of the season fell 18% year over year? And overall this year they're down 7%. They're screwed. They've got to get that product in as many hands as possible. Otherwise, the screwdriver is going to turn the screw. And when it's in your head, it hurts. Say what? Right. Now, Verizon stock moving up on this. You know why? Because they got content. And in part of the world of technology and media, it's content versus what's it verse? Content versus delivery mechanisms. Speed. So we used to have 1,200 bottom modems. Then we got to 2,400, then we got to, I want to say 4,800, and then 9,600. 
And then there's like multiplexers that could do it twice, you know, figure it out on two levels. Now we want to like download at six gig speed or that's not fast enough for me to get my content. So that's out there. That's an investment idea. Verizon is now a media channel. They may not get the Super Bowl 100 million eyeballs, but I bet for the Super Bowl they get two or three million. And for the NFL, they'll say we got 103 million. It'll be added up. Elsewhere out there, man, cryptocurrencies are everywhere in the news today. I can't avoid them. Um, Elon Musk has a new company that basically makes holes, tunnels. Um, He has Tesla and he's got SpaceX as well. He said that he sold 30,000 hats so far of the boring company, so it bores holes in the ground. So 30,000 hats, $20 a hat is $600,000 in hats. You can call him a car salesperson, or you can call him a hat salesperson. People want to wear a hat on their head that says the boring company. Now, the business model is going to be to alleviate traffic, transportation corridors, like the buildings that feed into them must expand in three dimensions. One option is to go up with flying cars. One option is to go down with tunnels. Yeah. We are not going to be done with this planet until we, until we crank every little thing out of it that we can. And then we're going to jump on a, a plane and go to another planet. And he's going, to sell, he's going to sell us a ride on that as SpaceX. Are you with me or are you against me? 800-516-1220 to get your calls on there. Google's introducing their high-end smart speaker, which rivals the Sonos. Um, one of the problems with the smart speakers is they stink. So there's caution out there. Caution, Will Robinson. Caution. Yeah, Apple's moving higher today. I wonder why. I know they're going to introduce a high-end MacBook Pro, uh, and people are kind of excited about that. And they're moving up pretty good today, 1.5%. Oh, Apple, uh, bought, Apple bought Shazam. That's kind of interesting. You know how you can... What's the name of the song that's playing? You can open up an app called Shazam, and blam, there it is. So... Apple acquired music and image recognition company Shazam. And this is going to be tied towards augmented reality, in my belief. So Shazam was one of the first players in mobile music. Apple's deal has been in the works for about five months. Shazam has been in talks with other companies, Snapchat and Spotify, to see what they could do. Apple's not you know, spilling out all the details of what they want to do. But there's some interesting possibilities with how Shazam's current business overlaps with Apple's um, and how the, will they work together. Shazam's core business is in music recognition. People use the app. They capture sound that they're hearing on the radio or television, and it matches that against the large database um, that Shazam's got digital fingerprinted. Um, and it works pretty fast. So far in the history of Shazam, they've been downloaded a billion times. Shazam's augmented this with a number of other services. It sends users through to other sites to download and listen to music. It provides more information to users about the music and the artists. It keeps charts of popular music based on clips that it hears and that people want identified. It also um, branches out into a little more marketing services based around visual recognition. Using augmented reality plays where users can capture snaps of images and that lead them to more content for a brand or an organization. 
So Shazam was worth about a billion dollars, a lot of people thought, and it's a far cry from the roughly $400 million that Apple's paying. Um, Shazam's move into revenue-generating areas like marketing has never really found a solid business model. So what's Apple doing? They're moving higher. I'm in raw. Shazam! 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 You don't starch. Find me online at Rob Black Show. Don't forget, I got a seminar coming up this week, a webinar. You can learn more about that at Rob Black Show. That's robblackshow.com. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Find me online at robblackshow.com, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Hmm. I don't really want to talk about net neutrality, but I think I should talk about net neutrality at some point in time. There's so much to think about right now. The fingerling thing that's going on. Fingerlings are the hot big toy. I never understand the hot big toys, whether it's Tickle Me Elbow or Fingerlings or Cabbage Hatch Dolls. I never understand them. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we could talk about. Money, investing, and more. Um, a lot going on in the markets right now. Uh, end of the year, we're kind of assuming what goes through in taxes. We're not sure yet. It's not getting written yet. Uh, it's not being agreed to yet, but... California, New York, Connecticut, Illinois, big losers. High tax states, big losers, because you won't be able to have that ability to write off your taxes. Um, your state and local income tax. And that, that hurts. Um, not so much for California, because California's got this artificial thing going on. of Just crazy demand. Crazy demand. But that would change. If you're making $200,000, $300,000, $400,000 in California... And you can't deduct that income tax off your federal taxes. You may go, let me think about this for a second. You mean I can live in another state and make twenty to $40,000 more? That may mean a lot of money to you. Especially in the years that you're starting to cruise towards retirement. Let's talk about cruising on the train. Not the Bitcoin train, but let's talk about cruising on retirement issues with CFP Chad Burton. Welcome in, CFP Chad Burton. You can find him online at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. Chad, costs in retirement, a lot of people just aren't prepared to think about retirement, what it means to them, what it looks like, but then they, the cost associated with it. Let's talk about healthcare costs after the age of 65 when you're retired. Oh, well, it's not free. So people think that they turn 65 and they get on Medicare free and they've got their majority of the health care covered. You get Medicare Part A for free, which is more of the hospital type plan. You got B, which has super high deductibles, so people have to get a supplemental plan. So Medicare Part B is about 105 bucks a month. It went up, you know, 2014 didn't go up a lot with inflation, but previous years went up five and, and then before that, 2010, 11, and 12, it was almost double digit inflation on the, that number. Um, you also pay a lot more. You could pay up to three times the amount of Medicare Part B is your neighbor. If you make a lot of money, it's a, there's kind of a success tax tied to it. And then your average cost of a Medigap policy throughout your lifetime averages about 210 bucks a month from our studies. 
and then between either Part D or prescription drugs, co-pays, dental costs, and things like that averages about 240 a month in retirement. And uh, if you're middle class, in other words, you're retiring with just enough in your portfolio to get through to age 100, you should probably look at long-term care, which could be at 60, 65, another 300 bucks a month. So you're looking at 600 to $850 a month in retirement healthcare costs that your employer is likely paying a good portion of right now. What's interesting to note about some of that is that um, I don't think people like insurance. And you're talking about getting insurance. And then when you have insurance, it doesn't cover as much as you want it to. Right. In particular, like the dentist. Um, Medicare, Medi- Medicare insurance in retirement is not much. Um, keep in mind, when you're in retirement, you tend to do what? Like lose teeth. So you're talking about not getting a filling for 300 bucks. You're talking about losing a tooth. At you know three four five six thousand dollars to get replaced yeah. unless you want to be toothless and most of the time private dental insurance isn't worth the cost you right. know for people our age um, so unless your employer has it it's it's almost like save the money create a sink fund for your dental costs and your copays or fund an HSA account if you're eligible and use that but yeah those types of costs they they add up and it really it's very low maybe if you're healthy at sixty five but by the time you get to eighty eighty five that's when those costs really start kicking in. I sleep with a mouth guard, even though I don't have to, because I talk to my dentist. He says, you're really not a grinder, so it's not that big of an issue. But the better care you take of your teeth, the longer they're going to last. So I actually put plastic in my mouth every night just so that I don't have to lose a tooth at 80 to 85. Good to know. I know, right? <laughs> prevention of maintenance. Let's talk a little bit about prevention of maintenance. You talked about HSAs. Um do you continue to fund them in retirement, do you think? No, you don't fund them after 65. Okay. But so the the idea with an HSA, I call a super healthcare Roth IRA because you can put money in pre-tax and take it out tax-free. So you get a double benefit. Unlike a Roth IRA where you put in tax after-tax money and gross tax-free for retirement. Uh, HSA, if your company offers it or if you're trying to get it on your own, you get a high deductible plan, you can put a certain amount in HSA, write it off on your taxes, and then when you have health care costs, deductibles, co-pays, you can take the money out. If you have a bunch of money that's left over in there, it can be invested, and at 65, you can take it out to pay for Medicare Part B, long-term care insurance, and all those other costs, so it's great for retirement. Good to know, good to know. Um, so, cost of Medicare is going to go up, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, I expect Medicare Part B to, to continue to rise on average over your lifetime 5 to 6%. Okay, five to six percent inflation. That's, okay, that's higher than well, that's medical inflation yeah. versus inflation anything medical. Inflation. When we're doing financial plans, average costs, normal lifts, lifestyle expenses, three to three and a half percent. How about for a portion of our audience who's just dirt broke in retirement? What does their health care look like? Well, the the problem is that a lot of times they can't afford the supplemental costs, okay. supplemental insurance, so they go either without or they go broke paying for it. Okay. Um, when you, once you go broke to a certain level, you know you get on Medicaid or Medi-Cal in California for doesn't, certain items. So doesn't it seem like the whole supplemental thing got slipped in on us? Like you and I, when we were kids, we knew Medicare was free, and then suddenly it wasn't. Like maybe it was just the fact that we just didn't know. Yeah, I mean, it's or maybe it's, it was it was super cheap for my mom and dad or my grandparents, right? No, I mean it. You know, it's it's always been trying to find for instance those supplemental plans. In the last 20 years, if anything, they've always you've always needed one really in retirement to have full coverage. Okay. Um, and then there's always been that donut hole for people that are a certain age that have prescription drug issues. 
it's more complicated now. I mean, ask anybody that turns 65 or they're turning 65 and there's a window to sign up. You know, you get penalized if you don't sign up by a certain age. The process that people have to go to to find the right supplemental plan for age 65 is horrendous. It's, it's stressful. It's not fun. Yeah. Anyway, with that being said, um, I'm pretty sure that great grandpa black paid 29 cents a month for Medicare part B and he was angry about it. Just throwing it out there for you. I'm pretty sure costs were that cheap 80 years ago. Anyhow and anyway, you can find CFP Chad Burton at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. Adam Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. Job openings cooled in the month of October after they rose to a record high in September. I'd call that a winner. Um, They hit an all-time high in October, so I'm good with that. It's consistent with a solid job market. You're not always going to have your data points hitting highs as long as you're moving in the right direction. I don't want your stock portfolio to be at a high every month. Every one to two, three years, I want it to be at a high. Um, That's important to me. Industries including manufacturing, retail, trade, business services showed fewer openings than in September, while job availability in construction, real estate, and leisure and hospitality all increased. That makes sense to me. Employers say they're facing a shortage of qualified Americans as the U.S. approaches full employment. Good time for you to put your resume together if you don't like your job. I'm not going to tell you, play that song, take this job and shove it. We don't work here no more. Uh, Don't want to work here. Who was that? Uh, Boy, that's out of my mind, right? Johnny Paycheck. Holy mackerel. Let's play trivia. There's a new app out there right now that's kind of um, getting crazy response. It's called HQ Live, HQ Live, and basically you can win cash prizes by playing trivia. Now here's the kicker on it: you're playing against everyone in the country. So you know, game shows, it's like you against a big fat insurance salesperson and a, a stay-at-home mom who happens to arrange flowers during the day, and then she goes, "Oh, Chuck, <laughs> that's so funny." Game shows, you're like pitted against two people. This one, you're competing hit it against 400,000 people. It, it goes off twice a day. And it tells you it's going to be noon Pacific time and 6 o'clock Pacific time. And then sometimes after your 6 o'clock game's over, it goes, another game coming up in an hour, like it's a bonus game. Wow. So 400,000 people, 400,000 people are being fed a commercial. And in lieu of that, they give you a prize. That's pretty innovative in a silly kind of way. Seattle might be the next San Francisco, they say. Here's how the two major tech hubs compare. It's more expensive to live in San Francisco than Seattle. It's going to cost you a quarter more than living in Seattle, and San Francisco's housing costs aren't expected to wane anytime soon. Seattle's housing costs are on the rise, but they're not expected to supersede San Francisco's pricey uh, homes anytime soon. If I had to be 25 and live somewhere with a new tech job, I'd prefer the climate of the Bay, but Seattle's cheaper. Both cities are surrounded by water, so you shouldn't have any trouble finding a beach to relax. Seattle's top aquatic allures are its harbors, lakes, and Puget Sound. Um, But there's also mountains and options of skiing real close by. Not so much in San Francisco. It takes you four hours to get to the mountains. When it comes to food, uh, San Francisco wins. Hands down, we've got some great restaurants here. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. The Google Home Max 
is now available for purchase. It costs $399. Great, offers all the smart functions of Google Home, but with better speakers and auxiliary input. The Google Home Max comes pretty close to the Sonos Play 5. Um, Google's high-end speaker, it was announced in October. Um, it's a shame that Apple doesn't have their product out. Apple's probably going to be another month or two at least. Um, and you can talk to it. And it comes in two colors, white or charcoal. Probably a pretty high-end gift if you're a high-end gift giver. It's out there. That's kind of new business, right? Bitcoin futures launch. Uh, it's going to be a wild ride. Some people say it, the train hasn't left the station yet. Bitcoin having the futures will create a negative effect on the price of Bitcoin. The futures will make it easier for investors to bet against Bitcoin, and investors may also find it more attractive to trade the futures rather than Bitcoin itself. Um, I would be worried that the fundamentals don't support the rapid surge in the cryptocurrency's price, especially since the general public now appears to be jumping onto the trend. You darn millennials. The launch of Bitcoin futures, negative effect. Typically, when you bring in futures, if you want speculation, futures can balance out speculation way better. Um, the Bitcoin futures settle in U.S. dollars, which gives investors a lot better liquidity for getting in and getting out. For institutional investors, betting on Bitcoin without having to conduct Bitcoin transactions is going to prove a lot easier. Uh, the new futures, the future cost of a Bitcoin looks 20% higher, and that stopped trading today. The digital currency is up 1,700%. Um which is pretty, I'm not going to say aggressive, because I don't want to paint this as a negative angle, but it's a move. So there's no chance, no choice about, no, no, no second thought about that. I'm talking a lot more Bitcoin than I used to, right? Um, so they are in the news. Elsewhere in the news, you don't have to look too far to find stories out there. Um, bubbles. There are things that could take down the stock market. What are some of the risks of the stock market in 2018? Is it the housing market bubble? What is it? I'm sure you'll have some sort of answer, right? Um, there's probably, like, I don't know. How many, how many things do you think that you can put together that can bring down the stock market? How about, I'll throw out some numbers. Let's throw that stuff out there for you. China, having an economy that, that, that doesn't move forward but goes backwards. Uh, maybe they have a bubble. How about the housing bubble in China, or the economy bubble, where they're funding and they're state funding a lot of their businesses? How about the housing bubble in Canada, Australia, Sweden, or Norway? Or oil continues its march from thirty to forty to fifty. It's in the mid fifties now. Maybe it goes to sixty, seventy, or eighty. That would slow down the economy, and that could slow down the stock market. Russia has a presidential election coming up. Will it be rigged? Probably. That's the thought, right? They probably say the same thing about ours. And you might think ours as well. When Bush beat Gore on a hanging Chad conversation. Uh, maybe the UK stays in uh, the European Union. Maybe they go, we're coming out as fast as we can. Ireland has some presidential elections. What if they elect someone that uh, is like protectionist. Maybe that's a negative, right? Maybe it's not. 
we have U.S. midterm elections in November. If the Democrats sweep, maybe people in the U.S. investors say, oh, no, we're not going to get any, any sort of pro-business stuff through because Democrats aren't pro-business, right? There's that thought. Maybe the Mueller investigation takes a crazy turn. Maybe he brings Trump down. What's it like to have a president taken down? We know from a little history with Nixon, but we don't know. Most of us don't know. I wasn't intelligent when Nixon was brought down. Um, U.S. inequality is a big problem going forward in 2018. And we saw that with dissatisfied voters. If I were to sum up the last election, um, our political system's broken. And people want change. And, well, they got it. So more populism coming? Question mark. You have the U.S. tax reform. Will it have a positive effect? Will it have a negative effect? North Korea, big issue. Bitcoin crash. What if Bitcoin goes from $17,000, $18,000 a coin to zero? Or 100 or 1000 People may say, screw this. I'm taking my money and put it on the mattress. We don't know what's going to happen in geopolitical issues. We know that Americans have been told in South Korea... You may want to leave in case a war starts with North Korea. Don't say we didn't warn you. Um, Stock market correction? What if at 10% people say, I want out, and then at 20% more people say, I want out, and it becomes 30% and 40%? Valuation fundamentals are a mismatch in U.S. equities. We know that. Valuation and fundamentals are a mismatch in U.S. equities. Whoa. Let's think about that for a second. So we have high values. We're paying a lot for Google, Facebook, Intel versus what we used to pay for them. We're willing to say, those are great companies. They deserve to go up 20% a year, even if their earnings go up 10%. We're willing to say fundamentals don't matter as much as valuation, as much as great names do. There's a bond market that could crash with higher interest rates. You have a Bank of Japan leadership change. Maybe they abandon their yield curve. Maybe they go a different direction. Japan's economy is still important. Germany's economy is still important. Germany's wages surprise to the upside. Germany's inflation surprises to the upside. U.S. inflation surprises to the upside. How about what's going to happen when the European Central Bank says that they're going to exit being accommodative? New Fed leadership guy named Powell, will he be politically driven or will he be data-driven? Those are some of the issues that can come up in 2018. Are you prepared? Can you have that conversation with yourself? Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 